I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Session. Of course, I am Trina and Kelly is alongside with me. Hey, hey. (laughs) So last week we broke down a podcast about unpopular opinions Mm -hmm. and we recognized that we had a lot of opinions about kids at weddings (laughs) and we had to stop ourselves and say, no, no, we must split this and do it as its own podcast. So today, that's what we are talking about. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a topic. It's a, it's a hot, I think it's a hot topic. It is and like, uh, well, it's like I said in the um, in the last episode. It is a very divisive topic because, like I said, mm-hmm. there are people who have like lost friends, family members don't talk to each other. Like it is, it's a very you feel like personally attacked when you're like, "What do you mean I can't have kids at my wedding mm-hmm. or kids it's at an, your wedding?" It's an eggshell topic. It's it delicate. Is. Yes, it it's is. one it of is. those weird ones that you have to deal with sometimes mm-hmm. and we're gonna give you our best advice and opinions just bear in mind these are our opinions based on what we've seen in the past but ultimately whatever you decide is the best for you and your family because it's not 100% really your choice to have children at the wedding you have totally. a say but it, it's not final right mm-hmm. yeah exactly. so let's exactly. start with our personal feelings Kelly what do you think about having children at weddings based on your own experiences Mm, I'm honestly I'm torn which is kind of why the whole unpopular opinion agree disagree I'm kind of torn Mm. because I was always included in weddings as a child and it was always fun because you always got to get dressed up and you always got to like go and see your cousins and all that stuff some people you don't necessarily get to see all the time but I also remember really not being involved at all um during the overall like wedding part, like I was, I was included as a, um, I was, you know, a flower girl or bridesmaid or whatever. But I remember as soon as the reception started, I was kind of like ripping around with Shannon and we were like, you know, running all around and doing whatever. And, and like, we weren't necessarily involved in like listening to speeches or listening to other things, but there was an area where we could just like hang out and do whatever we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But as kids, we weren't like engrossed in the conversation around us at the table because like we're, 10, <laughs> you know, like exactly. we didn't really give a shit what was going on or, um, yeah. yeah. So I, I, it was a part of growing up and we were always included in weddings. So I do think it's important to have kids there, but at the same time as an adult now, I'm just like, I can see why it would be nice not to have kids there only because it's like a time out for mom and dad to be like, Oh my God, there's a sitter. We're going to get, you know, it's an opportunity for us to go out and hang out with friends and family and just get like 
fucking lit if we want to. Like, <laughs> I don't have to watch. I don't have to be a parent for like four hours, you know. So speaking as yeah. a non-parent, but you know what I mean. Like, there's just I don't know. That's why I say I'm like I'm kind of. It's it's a really tough call. It's a really tough thing to kind of to think about. Yeah, I know. I, I'm. I think that's why we're going to break down the podcast because there's so many pieces yeah. to it. Me personally, I have a toddler that does not sit still. Mm -hmm. So the idea of going to a wedding where there are seven types of cutlery, three right. types of glassware, salt and pepper shakers, $200 centerpieces, and a linen for him to just play with at the table does not, not strike me as fun. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Have you I'll see if I can find it. But there's this picture that I saw. It was a meme and it was this little tiny baby hand. And it was like a parent holding the hand, like grasping the, the and yeah. it looked like he'd, he'd gotten his little mitt into like rice or something like, and it was like the fastest thing you'll see, but the death grip. <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. It yes, it is. <laughs> but like, he wouldn't want to sit still. He'd want to run around and he's a little socialite. So he'll go talk to people. But then at yeah. one point he kind of flips and then just like, I want to hang out with mom or dad. And right. and hundred percent, Tim and I would be separated. One right. would be dealing with him running around the venue and the other mm -hmm. would be like at the table mm -hmm. enjoying conversation with yeah. one eye wondering where the kid okay. is yes. with I know they're with a parent but I I'm still I'm still turn I have to turn that part of my brain on because it doesn't turn right. off when they're near yeah. so that's exactly. kind of my you know feelings on it but I did go to weddings as a kid but I only went to weddings as an immediate family and let me tell you I have been told over my lifetime that I was a perfect angel. <laughs> I was I mean, the only girl granddaughter in the wedding. I was in I was in my grandma's wedding and I was three. And you can see that my mom is videoing the ceremony because she kept zoning in on me and then out. <laughs> and at one point you can hear me say, hi, mommy. And everybody lost their damn mind. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. How old were you? You were three I at was that wedding? I was three. And then my aunt's wedding, I was seven. I was the flower girl and I had the perfect poofy dress and I had mm -hmm. the perfect bone, this 90s hair. And I actually sat beside my aunt at her head table because she wanted her grand, her, her, niece and nephew beside her at the head Cute. table right so I just played with her veil and I smiled for pictures and I was your thing. just I was a big part of the day <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you go I think that also kind of comes down to the overall planning as well if you have a very and I, we're, I'm we're going to talk about this but if you have a very like kid focused event mm -hmm. where there's like a lot of kids in the bridal party then it's it makes sense for you to have kids on the day if you're yeah. like there are no like the flower girl is actually a flower man. And there's like, there's mm -hmm. literally not a, not a, no idea, notion of a child in sight. Then mm -hmm. it's kind of, yeah, I guess it kind of depends how formal your, your reception is going to be as well. If we're talking like black tie affair, having mm -hmm. kids there might not be the best place. Cause you're right. If you have like a really expensive, you know, arrangement or like just overall the decor is just really involved, then maybe you don't want to have kids there. I don't know. So let's dive in. And the key, key piece here is whatever you two decide, you should do it together. It mm -hmm. shouldn't be one or the other. It's a it's a decision. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> so yeah. let's move into the first actions that you need to do when you've, okay, you're engaged, you have selected the venue, you've got catering. Now we're going to send out invitations. Okay. Mm -hmm. First action is you must decide extremely early on if you are allowing children and you need to stick with it. Mm -hmm. There is no flippy floppy because when mm -hmm. you start to flip and flop, that's when you piss people off, <laughs> right? I think it's good to be firm in your stance for sure. 
it's not a black and white thing. It's not like no kids or all kids because mm-hmm. you do have the option of allowing select kids to your wedding. Mm-hmm. For example, I was allowed to come to my aunt's wedding because my aunt is marrying someone and she is my dad's sister. I am a direct blood relative to right. her. Yes. There would be absolutely no way that I wouldn't go. I spend a lot of time with her. I mm-hmm. spent a lot of time with her as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's just like that is the math. Now, if you have a friend from work that has a kid that's eight, like that, that's not immediate family, right? <laughs> you know? Well, and I, yeah, I think you probably had a different relationship with her as mm-hmm. well, right? I mean, like when my uncle got married, I mean, we were adults too a little bit, but like we're more than just nieces and we're just more yes. than nieces to, to him. Like we're a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, we, we grew up with him. So um, yeah, I think, I think even if it's a niece or a nephew or if it's a cousin that you're like, I literally see you every day. Like you are more than just a cousin. You're literally like a sibling to me, even if we're slightly older then yes, I think that's, I think that totally makes sense. Yeah. So you are allowed to have select kids. And if you do that, there are ways to phrase it, which we will go into. Mm -hmm. Uh, But often you could say closest family members only. Mm -hmm. And the other exception, there's two other exceptions that I find that kids are allowed, which are Mm -hmm. members are traveling from a far land. So say your brother is living in Australia with his wife and his, you know, two-year-old son. Okay. Well, they're not going to go halfway around the world to hand the kid off to a babysitter, right? The kid stays with them. They're traveling. It's tough, right? You have to let them Exactly. I think it also depends though too, um, only because I know some, like some of my friends that would travel, maybe they want a week off. Perhaps. Right? Because if it's like a family of people that you're including, like sisters, for example, and they both have families, they're like, we're leaving the the kids with dads and we're going to go on a trip. (laughs) But generally speaking, if you have little kids that are coming from afar, they're coming as a family. They're going to be coming yep. like it's a, this is a trip for them. Like if they're crossing an ocean, if they're crossing provinces mm-hmm. or states or wherever the heck they're coming from, you kind of have to allow for that as well. So yes, I agreed. Yes. And the other one is moms that are breastfeeding. It's, they are the food source to take them away for your day literally. is kind of a dick move. <laughs> they they're are literally the on the tent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you know what? Truth be told, the younger babies are so much easier to deal with yes. than the older babies because all they do is cry, sleep, and eat. That's it. Mm -hmm. So if mom has one of those, you know, things, those wraps, Mm -hmm. which they all do, and baby just wakes up and has a little nibble and then goes back to sleep, they are so much easier to deal with than a full-blown toddler running around looking for knives to shove into electric They're probably going to be better behaved than some of the adult men that could be at your reception. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I want to say like a sub- a piece of kids that might have to come to weddings is that there is absolutely no support here for those families. Mm-hmm. So say mom and dad have a, you know, a three-year-old, they had moved from, you know, maybe Manitoba five months ago. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't know anybody. They don't have a support system here. Yeah. The support system that they do have is the people that are at your wedding. Exactly. So you kind of have to give and take and say, okay, bring your kid because I understand you don't have anybody here that can possibly take them on yeah, for you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let's move into action. Number two, you've decided we're going to have kids, no kids, or, you know, a little gray area. But that decision is final. We have made the choice there. (laughs) So that's why you need to decide how you want to make this very, very clear on your wedding invitations. Yes. No, don't leave the guessing game. No, 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 no. It is (laughs) black and white writing states what is allowing children to come, yes or no. Exactly. 
I think mm-hmm. your invitation, as we have said in many podcasts prior, but that's the kind of the beginning <laughs> journey of the overall event itself. So you need to really lay that out. And maybe that's like asking your, your if you have um, someone like Paper Poet who, uh, who mm-hmm. can actually walk you through what your invitation is going to look like, or maybe you're working with another vendor that you can actually have a conversation and be like, this is what's going on. What would you suggest? We want to make sure that on the on the, the invite itself, it's super, super clear. Because that's when you have people that are like, oh, well, maybe I could bring my kid. Maybe. And you're like, no, no. What does it say on the invitation? (laughs) You can't say plus one and make it plus 11. That's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Or there's one line and you fit all your kids and your your relatives' names on that one line. I have seen these invitations where it's like, whoa, that was some cheeky, cheeky shit. (laughs) Right. That's cool. And in addition, if you're allowing a select few to bring kids, don't let the others know because it that's the way you control it. Okay, if someone comes on the day with a kid and it's, you know, the immediate family, well, okay, that kind of they're going to let that go, right? Well, so. and I think it's I think it's about clarifying too because if you have friends that are local that are like, "Well, can I bring my kid?" and you're like, "Unfortunately, you know, no, for whatever reason you've decided on. Um, and maybe they get a little, you know, maybe they know that so-and-so is coming and they're going to have their kids there. You know, feel free to be like, well, they're, they're traveling. They bought a plane Mm -hmm. ticket. Like they are, they're a unit and I can't separate that unit. So you live here, the chances of you being able to have someone take care of your kid is probably a little bit higher. So if it becomes like a conversation, then you, then, you know, feel free to kind of clarify that. But I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, well, you can't, but so-and-so can. Like, you kind of want to limit how much people know because then it becomes a whole becomes a whole conversation. That maybe the whole you, thing. It the becomes whole thing. a whole thing, and that's how fights happen. And honestly, it's like, if you're my friend, you love me, and you will understand why I, you know, I'm limiting how many kids because the next thing that we're, you know, if folks are asking, you have a venue capacity. Yeah. Worst case scenario, blame the friggin' venue. But seriously, like, yeah. if you're – you know, you're only allowed to have so many people in the space and you want to fit in as many of your friends and your family as you can. And if that means omitting 15 kids because they live here, then that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, you Sorry, know, venue does not have enough high chairs. My bad. Right? Or if, <laughs> yes. listen, the venue only allows me to have 180 people and we're only allowed to have yeah. so many. And so it's a chat. Cho- it's a chat. Cho- you decide what you want. Either your kids can kids stay home or none of you are invited. <laughs> because now that means yeah. that I have to invite everyone else's cousins or everyone else's kids. And you are kind of at the bottom of the list. So you need to decide <laughs> how bad you want to come to this reception. Yes. Because yes. really that's- If you don't come, it's, it's not going to make or break my day. Well, right? So it's just like, it's a little all or nothing. Like I want to have as many friends or family as I can. And especially with everything that's been going on, everyone wants to have this like amazing party because they've been, mm-hmm. they haven't been able to celebrate the way they want to celebrate. So when you're like, well, my kids have to come, be like, well, I wouldn't pull that card. Yeah. Mm, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Okay. So let's talk about ways you can write this on the invitation. Mm-hmm. So here are some examples from a website we pulled from weddingplaybook.com and we will link it into the bio or into the show notes. bio. Into the show well, notes. It's the, it's the bio of the show, the show notes. <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. So these are some examples of ways to say kids are not invited. Mm-hmm. 
to give all of our guests the opportunity to celebrate without having to worry about the little eyes and ears we politely request no children. Nice. I would argue that you could also say we politely request no children if you wanted to make it shorter. Yep, absolutely. Next one. We hope you'll understand our decision to make the wedding children-free and take the opportunity to let your hair down and celebrate in style. Yes. And the third one we have is to allow all guests to relax and enjoy themselves. We have chosen to make our special day adults only. We thank you for understanding. See, short, short and sweet to the point literally says no kids. <laughs> yeah, it's very simple. It's not, it's not, oh, maybe. No, it's not. Yes. Your kids aren't invited. We're just trying to tell you nicely. Yeah, and I think, I think that's always the hardest thing too is saying, how do I, how do I communicate this like nicely? Because you don't want to hurt people's feelings and you don't want to piss people off in any way, even though it is like your day. But as we maintain mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing and we maintain as wedding planners, it's not just about your day. It's not just about you. <laughs> it's not all just it's about you. Yeah. So I, I, those are probably some really good examples of how to say um, like no kids are are, in, are invited. But we've got, a, mm-hmm. we've got some more that actually um, in the same um, same link that we'll send to you on how to write it if only a few kids are invited. Yeah, so the first one is children of immediate family only, please. That's pretty clear. It, it, if you're an immediate family member, you were allowed to bring your kids. It is, but I feel like there's a little gray area in that. A touch. Just a, a touch. touch. <laughs> Look at that. I'm like, ooh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A part of me would almost just leave that off of the invitation. But if you had to put it for whatever for reason, whatever these reason, are some Yeah, exactly. So uh, the next one, respectfully, an adult occasion, 18 plus, infants under 12 months are welcome. So that's it in the breastfeeding component right. <laughs> is that, you exactly. know, you could almost say like infants breastfeeding still welcome. Cause I know some year and a half year old still mm. on the teeth. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> under 12, under a year. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Right. That's so funny. And um, then uh, the third one you can go. Yeah. Due to limited numbers, we hope you appreciate that children are only invited if named. That one is a good one because it literally Very names clear. them. There's no gray area. If you were, yes. uh, yeah. If you are on the invitation, great. If you're not, you cannot come. <laughs> now, the way I think to do it, which I um, have a note a little later on, but mm-hmm. it makes more sense now, is that if you're going to put the name on the invitation, don't put it on the front. It's just uh, – it just looks ridiculous. Like all, you know, the five names on the front with everybody. Just put the adult names in the household on the front envelope and on the inside put all the names of the guests mm-hmm. that are invited. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, because it looks a little classier. Also, you don't want to advertise to everybody in the post office that all the children live here. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last one is, unfortunately, we are only able to accommodate children in the wedding party at our reception. Oh, nice. Which is pretty clear. Yes. That is, you know, they're in the wedding party. They're the flower girl and ring bearer. Mm-hmm. Whoever, mm-hmm. you know, these are the children that are allowed. Exactly. Yes. And then, of course, if you want to have children at your wedding, I would include the name regardless. Even if you're allowing all children to come, it's really tough to gear numbers for catering when you're unsure if 80 guests are coming or 80 and all of their children are coming because that number can get out of hand. Right. You want to put specific names of all the kids that are going to potentially attend your wedding. Did I ever tell you about the invitation that I got? Because again, they were working with a really tight budget and the venue capacity mm-hmm. was really small. And um, my RSVP card was filled in for me and I was an adult. Oh. One person. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. Well, oh. I guess, uh, I mean, I'm not dating anyone, but wow. <laughs> Dang, but it was, was cool. Like, yeah. It was just like, here you go. Invitation already filled. I'm like, well, then why do I even bother having this invitation if you already know how many numbers I am? 
But I just feel like maybe they were trying to tell you subtly that they didn't want you to bring a random. Well, that's date, what it which- is, and and we kind of talked a little bit about that being kind of a loose way of helping to uh, mm-hmm. manage how many people are actually RSVPing. But maybe you do that as well for your RSVPs for people with kids, being like, mm-hmm. hey, it's going to be um, five people because it's you and three kids, or you know, four people, you and the two kids, and like, let us know what your you know what your food requests are, something like that. Because then that way you can kind of help to manage a little bit what your RCPs are going to look like. Because as you said, you're right. You're going to need to know what everybody's eating, which is a thing mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. <laughs> or butts in the seats. Yeah. Okay. You, you can bring your five children, but now you're all at one table. That takes up one table when you're expecting maybe four couples at a table. Right. Actually, that's a great. So my stepmom's sister got remarried mm-hmm. and she invited my stepmom and her whole family. That's eight of us. Mm-hmm. We are one table. That's That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And we were very fortunate to go and we were lucky, but we had to, like, I was allowed to bring my date because my date was going to be my husband in a week, but no one else could bring dates. (laughs) That was the deciding factor. If there is a ring around the finger, you are allowed to bring that person. Absolutely. Do you find as you're getting older and the more weddings that we do though, too, every time you do get invited to a wedding, you're just like, I am so grateful and thankful for this invitation. Like you just don't take it for granted anymore. Before it was like, yeah, well my friends are getting married and they're like inviting everyone and I expect to have an invitation. And now as an adult, I'm like, wow, um, I know how many people, you know, and that means that I like, I made, I'm made the cut. I'm really grateful and I'm really thankful. So like, I'm not going to kick up a fuss. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. It's a, it's it's an honor to be invited, especially with COVID kind Mm -hmm. of highlighting that, that you are specifically selected. Uh, I think I'm like a touch tainted because I attend probably more weddings than most humans on the planet because of our profession. Yes. Who has 52 weddings in a year? Nobody goes to 52 weddings in a year. You work 52 (laughs) weddings, but maybe not go to 52. Yes, yeah. yes. So like a little tainted. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to a wedding and I'm not working. Mm. It feels weird. It feels weird. I feel like I should be in the back helping vendors or something. Yes. Anyways. It's a bit odd. What how do I what do I do with my hands? Right. I, I can't. Oh, man, yes. alive. Maybe that's why I should bring my toddler because I'm gonna be working running after right. him the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. no, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So here are the here is the third action mm-hmm. that okay, you have allowed children to come, whatever capacity that may be. Here is what you need to consider for your wedding day itself, because it doesn't end with you just saying, let your kids come because children don't behave like adults. And it's tough, right? So the first one is that you want to choose how much you want to be involved with the children at your wedding. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you could go as high as hiring a professional to watch them, Mm -hmm. or here is a closet for them to potentially play with. It's your choice of how you want to have it. So the first one that uh, we always, always recommend if there's children at wedding is we uh, use a service called Pacific Fairy Tales. Yes. Who's a godsend. Okay. <laughs> we witnessed them in action a couple years ago and we've talked about it before, but basically we were in the middle of, we were actually in the middle of our dinner. We had a quick break and we we're trying to like hoover our, our steak and lobster is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, we're in the room with the kids. It was a su- room set aside and he inter- was entertaining them with rocks. I shit you not. Rocks. It was rocks. rocks. He was like, mm-hmm. I have 
10 of these little, there were stones actually, colored stones. There's 10 stones in the room and you guys need to, and there's like 15 kids. He's like, I need you guys to go find all the stones. And there was no prizes or anything. It was literally like no bragging rights of like, who found the most stones? And uh-huh. he sat there and he entertained them for, I think he was there for like two hours. It was two hours. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal watching just, the, these kids were enthralled. And I was like, whoa. And it was during that yeah. time they had coordinated it during speeches and during all the important shit. Uh-huh. The stuff that kids don't give a shit about. And they're like they don't care. burning yeah. off the energy that they just like, they just have been fed we're hoping nap time is going to happen <laughs> soon right so honestly having um um you know obviously we talk about pacific fairy tales they offer like princesses or you know characters or they can actually just have a um, um a sitter that can come and just watch over the kids of you know various ages and things like that so definitely something to think about for sure yeah and i know pacific fairy tales also has as high as like princesses mm-hmm. can come in mm-hmm. i've seen um elsa show up yes. and sing to children yep. oh my god if elsa shows up at a wedding oh. they would rather listen to elsa than listen to the best man ramble on about the good old days Dang. let it let it go <laughs> you yeah. have like disney karaoke actually i would go to that reception versus the other one 100%. it's a talent that we hold that needs to be unleashed unleashed oh my gosh um i think the- and if you can't oh, hire pacific fairy tiles you can always hire a babysitter yes. or a nanny or maybe a retired teacher someone or you know sometimes there is an older cousin that knows all the kids yes. and then they don't they're too young to drink and they're too old to be at the kid table so put them in charge and give them 10 bucks an hour let them hang out yes especially and that's actually a good idea too because they will typically know the kids as well so the kids will probably be a little bit more comfortable just kind of hanging out with them even if it's just making sure they don't like i don't know set things on fire or something like that. Like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anything crazy yeah yes just just a supervisor you know exactly (laughs) i'm supervising the children yeah and Grant, you should be telling the parents this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. You don't want this to be a surprise at all because parents will pretty much make all arrangements they need to make mm-hmm. for their children. Mm-hmm. But if they know that princess is coming, maybe that tablet isn't fully charged for them to watch, you know, whatever show they're exactly, watching. At the time. Exactly. Yes. Although, yeah. So, and having said all of this too, I'm not sure if we touched base on this a little bit later on in the podcast, but um, also having entertainment things at the table because maybe you can't mm-hmm. afford to have pacific fairy tales or you can't afford to have a sitter because maybe there's only like maybe four four or five kids and you're like oh, mm-hmm. i can't justify spending that kind of money well then maybe having entertainment at the table i we've mm-hmm. done a couple weddings with kids where they've had like a little baggie of coloring um things or like little like mm-hmm. kinder dollar surprise. store pieces the dollar store pieces together. kinder surprise yeah. toys stuff like that you know like just yes. to keep them entertained yeah. at the table because maybe there is no space for them to have like a separate room where they can go around you kind of just need to yeah. keep their hands busy <laughs> yes exactly and kids love coloring oh, and yeah, stuff depending do. on the age and everything right yeah and then the other one is uh if you don't want to spend any money you don't want to <laughs> go out of your way to get things. You can just have a room dedicated to the kids. Mm-hmm. There's usually at a venue some room that's not being used. It could be, you know, the back storage room. Mm-hmm. It's just like clear. Uh, maybe where the coats go, there's a room. Uh, UBC Boathouse has like this really cool area with couches in it. Mm-hmm. That is where you dedicate the kids' room. Mm-hmm. And you need to tell your venue, your vendors, and your guests in advance because – Say like Kate and catering, for example, we can use that kid's room if it's not being used for working. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like 
we can't have it filled with dishes if it was already dedicated to 10 kids in a sleeping bag and a TV or something, right? (laughs) (laughs) That kind of party. (laughs) Yes. Slumber party. (laughs) So it's like if you have a room dedicated, at least, you know, a mom can go there quietly to breastfeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The kids can go in there when they've had enough and they just want to, you know, uh, color, read or play Mm -hmm. on their iPad or whatever, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to have some kind of space for them to go because at one point they're going to, even if the kid is fully behaved and fully understands everything, there is a point of a kid's timeline in their day that they just They're go, just it's, it's finished. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go to sleep. Bye-bye. And you never know what time that is. No. It could be five. It could be 11. You don't know. You don't know. Poor little <laughs> monkeys. <laughs> yes. for little monkeys yeah. where can I pass out yeah. thanks oh mom <laughs> yeah. oh my so goodness. some considerations uh, that we want to touch base on and we're going to go through the positives or the negatives <laughs> yes because I think there are definitely some positives to having kids there is at your wedding and why it's important to have kids at weddings exactly. because as wedding planners we see a bit of the negative side where we see kids running wild and crazy right. but there are some reasons for children to be at weddings and we're going to go through the very few no I'm kidding <laughs> all the all, all the one reasons. of them one of the no 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 there's actually we we yeah we we kind of found we found a few that we thought kind of stood out the most of course there's many reasons why but yes mm-hmm. These are the ones we feel. So the first one is uh, family photos. Mm -hmm. Family photos are super important on your wedding day, no matter what. And we always say it is the crappiest part of your day because you, the bride and the groom are standing there and smiling and waiting for Aunt Rita to get her shit and get over to the photo. Rita, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) Let's go. (sighs) But they are important because they hold a time in history. Your family is never going to be together like that all again. Not both of your families together. Mm -hmm. It is people are dressed up. They're joyous. They're happy. They're here to Mm -hmm. celebrate you what better way to embark your child's age you know three or four years from now that was you as a baby at like your aunt's wedding and stuff it's super important to get in those photos those photos of me in that dress and that bow are still plastered all over my family's houses to this day dude i showed you the photos of shani and i yes (laughs) there's a lot of photos of us in our dress and god it was hot that summer too and it's just like her sweaty little faces and i'm like wearing this polyester dress i'm like mom or and we had to wear like tights too oh it's the worst thing you can do make for it make a child do is wear like freaking tights in the dead of summer but it was great fun it was great fun and it's good to see those photos too because you have family members in those photos that Mm -hmm. that are no longer with you you know and so that was actually something that we touched on with um with the podcast we did with Erin Fraser um and she said I I make an effort to go and get as many photos as I can of family members because it's that moment where everyone is in this room together and you will not not all of you will be in this room at the same time, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're looking back on those photos, it's like, wow, oh my gosh, there's so-and-so that was there. So-and-so's that, you know, passed away or whatever. Like, I love looking at family photos, regardless oh, of yeah. the, regardless right. of the date or the time or whatever. Yeah. I think it's such a, it's such a cool thing to be able to have, but it, it leads yeah. us to the next one where it's time to see your family. And this of course is an important thing for me and my background is that I don't get to see my cousins all the time. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it was an opportunity. It was like weddings and funerals. That's when you got to see everybody, right? So it is an opportunity for you to see family members, especially if they don't necessarily live in the same city as Mm -hmm. you do, right? So, um, so yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for them all to be, to be there. So yeah, I kind of, yeah. It is. It's just, yeah. It's like when, I think it's different that in your situation, mm-hmm. all of your cousins are there mm-hmm. and your cousins' parents are know each other. Mm-hmm. So there's 10 adults watching right. all of you. Right. And usually you stick together. So it's harder to hide. Right. Well, so and I have to say, in trouble. I don't yeah. totally recall. Like we didn't have, I mean, it was very basic. It was the 80s. Hello. We did not have babysitters and we didn't have, 
fairy tale princesses or anything like that. You had a, a room and your imagination. And I'm fairly certain yes. we had no adults watching us either. So we were really taking our lives into our own hands. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it reaches a certain point where, like, if you're a parent of a toddler, obviously you're not going to let them rip around by themselves. You're going to be there anyways. But I think it reaches a point where they're, like, four to, like, maybe 10, maybe 11, yeah. where they're, like, just let us run around. And you just – you do, right? So – well, my cousins and my siblings still are almost baffled at the fact that if they were with me, because I was nine years older than my young, my oldest cousin mm-hmm. in that age range. Mm-hmm. And so I was about 12. So I was like the perfect responsible age. Mm-hmm. And they were like, if you were a Trina, you could do anything you wanted. She's like, I know. <laughs> I, I almost did. That, I snuck my 13-year-old cousin into a club. Like, no one cared. The family was like, oh, you're a Trina? Like, it's fine. Like, oh, yeah, I just took her into a club, but she's 13. Whatever. No big deal. <laughs> it was on the resort and it was she's safe. She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. So things like that. You have the opportunity to have those moments mm-hmm. with your cousins or your siblings or your older – because you wouldn't really have that. Exactly. You know, it's not like I'm going to take them downtown in, like, 2 a.m., but, right. like, ooh, on a resort or in a wedding, you want, like, a little – Bailey's and hot chocolate at 14, right? Mm -hmm. So exactly. So funny. Yeah. Um, Another reason, as we've already talked about, is breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are (laughs) have to be there. It's very important. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of a it's kind of a deal breaker. (laughs) Yes. Um, Also, we mentioned earlier is traveling. If they're traveling together as a family, you have to Mm -hmm. allow them to come, and Mm -hmm. it's uh, kind of a fun way to embark that. Hey, our family traveled across the world to be with you, and it's an honor for us to be here and for us to celebrate with you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think the, <laughs> I think the next one we have here is kind of funny, mostly because yeah. this was me, obviously. A hundred percent you, I know. <laughs> so some kids thrive at a wedding and want to be everyone's friend and dance the night away. That is 100% me. Heck yeah. Uh, yes. When my cousin got married, I think I was 16. I was the only one on the dance floor and someone was like, oh my God, go rescue Kelly. <laughs> She's alone <laughs> on the dance floor. I just danced and danced and danced. I was like, I am in my element. And everyone's like, I don't know what kind of dinner she had. <laughs> I was just so full of energy. It was just, it was just yes. so much fun. Like the vibe was whole, uh, like amazing. And it was just like mm-hmm. the right people at the right time. And I was like, hot damn, this is so much fun. It was just so much fun. <laughs> it and is super fun. And you can... Also, as a teenager, like, or a preteen, and if you haven't gone to dances before, dancing at an event with your family and people you know is so much it's, different because you don't give a crap if you make a fool totally. of yourself. You don't care. Nobody cares. Don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah it was, no one gives a shit. We've seen – we changed your diaper, so let's go. Let's boogie down on the dance and floor. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's nothing cuter than watching a two-year-old break dancing on the dance floor because – 100%. <laughs> or when they get the cheers. Oh, oh it's just so freaking I love it. They cute. love it. It's yeah. so cute. Like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love it. My niece, Amara, was also one of these she was the only well she was one of the three children at my wedding and mm-hmm. she was three mm-hmm. she wore a big big sparkly dress mm-hmm. she got her own song to walk down the aisle to and she knew everybody I she know. did not and she wasn't shy so she was there's so many pictures of her just macking on like a few people or saying hi or like playing with flowers and at one point um one of the grandparents got like a little stressed that she was running around everywhere and i think one of my brother-in-laws it's like literally everybody here she knows there is no way we're losing that kid (laughs) and to this day she was three she can still remember the dancing which is kind of crazy for a three-year-old but i I believe it's one of her earliest memories is dancing at my wedding because now that was her expectation for all weddings Mm -hmm. moving forward Mm -hmm. so she just loves that energy and the cool thing was my wedding the dance party was at eight because we had to be out of the venue by 10 30 mm. so it was kid appropriate time right. to dance yes that's so mm-hmm. true as well yeah. yeah um 
So it also another consideration, if kids are staying for dinner, ask for the kid-friendly option oh, because yeah. it's often cheaper and kids won't want that $60 plate of chicken because the sauce is ew. Oh, no, yucky, mommy. I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, if there's yes, anything- Where's the ketchup? Oh, God. If there's anything I remember from our catering days is, frankly, if it's chicken and fries and maybe carrots, it's really all kids are going to want to eat anyways. Yes. Or mac and cheese. Or you can send a tray of mac and cheese yeah. is what we used to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Keep it super basic and hopefully it's a way, it's a lot cheaper than, yeah, that's so much cheaper. $60 a yeah. plate. It's like some bougie chicken, which is like, wow, this is like grass fed, blah, 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 amazingness. <laughs> and the kid's like, ah, uh, fries? <laughs> like, okay, never mind. I know. Ew, ew, mommy, yucky. They have a different, it's they have it's a fine a- dining. Oh, yes. no, I want goldfish. Yeah, I know. The I goldfish know. in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. everywhere. You're like, so-and-so wasn't able to come because you're here. You're going to eat the food. <laughs> eat the chicken. <gasps> yes. Or consider um, the time. If your dinner is at eight, kids usually eat at five or six, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can ask your venue to have something early. Or I've seen it before where pizza's ordered in the other room mm-hmm. and kids love, love pizza. No, <laughs> so I'm do wrong. some dads that Tim would 1000% escort Trent to the pizza room <laughs> so that he could test out the pizza. Quality control, <laughs> quality control. <laughs> yeah. And the dad. Right? Oh, oh my God. I can 100% hear Trent saying that. 1,000%. I'm sure he'd find the pop in there too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Is this Coke Zero? Exactly. I don't need to go to the bar to find Coke Zero. I'm going to the kids' room. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. And the last positive we have about kids at the weddings is that and this literally happened to me uh this past july is that it's a blended family mm-hmm. so the couple that we had jana and ryan they had two daughters each and they met in baseball at, with at their daughter's baseball games yeah. so the children were a part of the wedding party so that they, they were highlighted they were important yes. they were part of the union yes. and that's just that's how just how you have to have kids at wedding if they're they're your children. Yeah, my friends, uh, my friends got married a few years ago, and uh, it was actually uh, in Mexico, and they um, had a really limited guest count, and they uh, their kids. So they, uh, it was a second marriage for both of them. They both had, uh, well, he had two kids, and she has one son, and their kids were actually their like best men made of honor kind of thing. They had adults signing, of course. Um, But they were, they were actually had a very important role for the ceremony. And for them, it was like, it was um, watching their parents union. Like the marriage was just, it Mm kind of made them feel like one whole family again. And it was just, it was a really, really meaningful thing to witness even though they were like 10 years old, 10 and 11 and like 17, I think, because, you know, so it was, it was really nice to kind of, to witness that. So, and it's important for the kids to feel, especially if it's a blended family, it's important for the kids to feel like they are also part of this. I think there's, I mean, how many videos have you seen of like during the ceremony where the bride or the groom will dedicate a part of their vows to like the kid and the kid just loses their shit and you're just like ridiculous crying like a crazy person and Rial's like what are you crying at I'm like nothing just leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) yes it may have happened this week whatever (laughs) oh I know right so they had four rings that were given to each of the girls they were all the same rings symbolizing that they were part of the family Mm so Ryan gave the rings to his two stepdaughters and then Jana gave the rings to her two stepdaughters. So, so me, the officiant, and them were the only ones that knew this existed and the photographer. And at one point I had to hand Ryan his two rings, but the girls came out asking him questions. So I stood in front of Ryan very subtly so that he could get the rings in his pockets to, for them not to see. No. And I was like, did you, did you get it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that was, that was a close oh, one. So it's a good thing you were- the girls when they got the rings were shocked. They, they, 
didn't <sighs> expect anything so and they were a couple of them cried so That's it was so really sweet. beautiful moment. That's so sweet. Oh, so sweet. It's a good thing you oh, had a big sure. fluffy dress that day too. You could just like lift it out and be like, ah. I did, yeah, I just kind of stood <laughs> in front of him and I did pull my skirt just, like slightly. Yes. It just just to make an action to just like so fluff it out. Going on. Oh, it's really and hot today. I, I, was, I even said, oh, like I think the candy bar it's not open, but I'll if you go talk to my assistant, like she'll she'll get it for uh, you. And then they ran. Yes. And I was like a good way. I'm like, oh, go get the candy. Get the candy. <laughs> Ride yes. kids with candy always. That's so funny. That's so sweet. Okay. So here are the negatives. And we don't mean to sound mean at all, but we promise you we have seen all of these. And I'm coming at it from a mother with a toddler that is needs to climb trees to get his energy out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So one is that they don't sit still. Kids never no, sit they still. They don't. They got to move Plus around. They got to run around. Yes. It is. And that kind of leads to my point is that they love to run. They, yeah. If there is a big open territory that they oh, haven't been man. and they can figure out how to run and scream down an aisle. Oh, they will. They will. They will. I've been, yes. I, yeah, I've been personally been to some weddings where they've had kids that were there because it was a very important part. A very, they, it was, they were a very important part of the day, which was great. But again, they had just had dinner. I'm fairly certain they were high on Sprite and Coca-Cola <laughs> and they were running up and down yeah. this this platform and it was in the middle of speeches it was like Could someone please go up there and just like wrangle them all for five minutes because it really kind of impacted because all the adults are like we're kind of struggling to hear a little bit and like kids are kids and they don't necessarily know any better so I was kind of a little bit like parents what the fuck <laughs> can you please yes, hold, your, hold your children a little bit like we're, we're putting the blame on the kids a lot here but a lot of it's like can you please, you know, manage yeah. your kids a little bit too? If there is nothing there that's going to be, um, you don't have a babysitter or anything like that, like kind of keep an eye on your kids. Just partly why we mm -hmm. say, if you don't want to watch over your children, please don't bring them. All right. Exactly. Right. It's like, who is watching your children right. while you get this glass of wine? Right. Who, who is watching nobody, them? Nobody, yes. Right. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember a wedding we did at a very fancy place. Uh, I know you'll remember it, Kelly, but there was maybe 15 kids at this wedding. Mm -hmm. It was just a part of them. That, that yep. was just the, yep. the thing. Now, the dinner service was a white glove plated service. The food this. had to come out all at a specific time. It had to be dropped all at a specific time of the size of the table. Mm -hmm. And the tables were about 10 to 20 tops because it was those long tables. Mm -hmm. Well, the banquet manager came up to me and said, I cannot have the food go out with children running around. So it was me going and each individual parent being like, I need you to grab your kid. I need you to grab your kid. The yes. food literally cannot come out of the kitchen with them bombing around mm -hmm. this place. It is a danger. Um, even when I worked at a concession, we never uh, had the hot water at a certain level at baseball so that kids couldn't accidentally knock into the hot water yep. and then get hurt. It's a safety thing, right? I remember, so I remember working at a restaurant and I remember <laughs> the way the restaurant was built. It was, um, I'm totally going to say it. It was when I was at the Olive Garden. Hello. Um, and if you've ever been to the Olive Garden in Langley, you know that it's basically like a giant race course because all of the rooms are basically like they're, it's an open concept of sorts. So you can, if you wanted to, you could run laps all the way around the restaurant. <laughs> and I remember as servers, like we're carrying, I used to carry trays that were bigger than me with more food yeah. than I weighed. And I am a little tiny person and I am carrying these things. I've got a tray on one side and I've got the little, the, the tray stand in the other. And yeah. I'm trying to lay this stuff out and put it on the tray without it dropping everywhere. And I have remember countless shifts where I would have kids that were like little tiny sharks around my legs. And I'm like, what in the hell? Like, what is hold your children, hold your children. And I'm like, you need, to, and I remember my friend saying again at the Olive Garden, 
she reached out. There's this kid running around in circles in the room and she actually, not even her child, reached out and was like, you need to sit down, please. And the parents were yes. like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, the servers have hot soup. They're walking yeah. around with hot food. And if they fall on your kid, I'm sorry, yeah. not my fault. We're not a babysitting totally. service. <laughs> and it's the yeah. servers. And you're right. It's like we're impeding, especially when it's a high level of service, like this particular uh-huh. venue. It's a white glove service, which means that everyone, basically how it works for those of you that um, have never had it before. What happens is the servers literally all walk out together, all 10 of them. They all stand at the table together, wait until the last server is there. And then on the count of three, mm-hmm. they put the food down in they front drop. of you and they, re- mm-hmm. you know, they remove the, the top part, like the, the cover and there's your food. Mm-hmm. It is like a very, very fancy presentation. And when you're like high level. kicking kids, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> like, yes. You yeah. Know? It, it changes the vibe. It, it totally changes great. the vibe. It, it, it yeah. kind of almost deescalates the, the elegance of the moment. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. there's, there's, mm-hmm. yeah kids they don't sit yeah. still <laughs> sidebar that particular wedding which I'm going to tell the story is that I remember you and I were so hungry because we had to wait to the third course to eat just at this particular wedding wedding that's how it worked for us and one of the kids got chicken uh fingers at his table at his white glove and he wasn't eating it and you and I are like so where are those chicken fingers going <laughs> um is anybody gonna have these chicken anybody- fingers they better not be picked up like and he's not even here he's, he's running around here. after that chick or whatever it's Steaks. like so this seven-year-old is not going to eat his chicken fingers. It's untouched, and we we like chicken fingers. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, so there was like six pieces. He wouldn't have noticed if two were missing. I'm he just saying, know. we wouldn't have noticed at all. I would have been like, I could have just pretended to be part of the Vancouver Club staff, and then be like, oh, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take this just for you. Take just take it away. away. Yeah, won't notice if your chicken fingers oh, and God. fries are gone. I'll leave you a carrot stick that you will not eat. Oh, that was so funny. Yes, I remember that. It was such a beautiful event too. Holy crap! Oh so my gosh, funny. it's so funny. Yeah. Um, a, lo- a lot of these things here we've kind of touched on. I mean, they won't yeah. remember it. I mean, I remember being a kid and, and frankly, what do I remember the weddings? I remember like bits and pieces. I don't remember the wedding itself, but they, they are just, they're not, they're not in it. Like they want to run around. Let me just, let me be a peacock and fly. Like let them go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Another one we kind of talked about too is not staying quiet during those special moments. I mean, they're, they're, they're kids. Like it's not their fault, but the, yeah. el- the, the, potential for them to be like and so and so and they're telling this really beautiful story and then be like ma eh, yes, and then they yeah. start crying or they're fussing or they're <laughs> my friend yeah. no couldn't say frog when she was little yeah. so they were they're actually in church and she says look mom it's kermit the fuck <laughs> so the, the element is there for kids learning how to speak and them swearing yeah. in the middle of some super important thing. So, so good. Kids are, yes. kids are funny. Kids are funny. Um, this isn't wedding related, but it totally paints a picture. So I went to the Lion King with Tim. We were uh, the Lion King on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to see this beautiful Broadway musical. We're sitting there and there's a kid in front of us with his mom. He couldn't have been. He's maybe six or seven, mm-hmm. right? And everybody's seen the movie. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, what rock do you live under? <laughs> <laughs> Mufasa. Yes. Yes. So at the point where Mufasa is released by his brother Scar and he goes into the herd of antelope and dies, uh, or was it wildebeest? I don't know, into a herd of animals, mm-hmm. dies, and Simba comes up to him and talks to his dad. <gasps> Quiet moment, somber, sad. You knew it from 1994 when you watched it. Yeah, he's dead, dad. This kid in front of us talking to his mom. Mom, is he dead? Mom. 
mom, is he really dead? Did he die? For like, I swear, nine minutes. (laughs) And I turned to Tim and I said, yeah, kid, he's fucking dead since 94. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to tell him? Do you want to tell him? I'll tell him. I'll tell him right now. (laughs) I'm telling you that experience of watching the Broadway was so like annoying because he was asking the question multiple times and I couldn't do anything. So if you take that feeling and you put it into a heartfelt speech that somebody worked on and you hear, is he dead? I'm just saying, I'm just saying live performances, you never know what's going to happen. And it is all part of the charm of live performances. But yes, yes, that is totally a thing. That is totally a thing. So just remember being like, yeah. So take that into consideration that they're not going to listen or, you know, maybe accept that you guys are going to go outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one is, you know, people are drinking and are sloppy at weddings. And why would you want to expose your kid to that? (laughs) I just don't get that part. Oh, my gosh. I like it's an opportunity for people to let their hair down and go and have fun. And you always know that there's always a couple people that are going to get a little bit wasted. And that's fine. And partly... I mean, it's up to you to decide if you want to have that conversation with your kid when he's mm-hmm. six years old, being like, why is Auntie mm-hmm. so-and-so dancing on the table? Well, Auntie so-and-so is into the juice. And yes, <laughs> like, yes. Is it special juice? Well, sort of. Can I have special juice? No. No, you cannot <laughs> until you're 18 years old. So yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's um, – hopefully it doesn't get totally messy. But you – like we – how many times have I had to – actually sit behind people and like monitor them because they're being super drunk and ridiculous during speeches. And I'm like, you guys are adults. I don't even know what kids would have been like. So Mm -hmm. it just, you kind of have to, it it can be a little bit tricky for sure. hundred percent. Yes. That's kind of the weird one. I know. And the other one is there's two more. I totally skipped one, but parents are super distracted. I would not be able to sit and enjoy myself when my kid is running everywhere or wanting to do something else. Or where is my car, mom? Mm-hmm. Or can I have the goldfish? Mm-hmm. Or oh, I have to go potty. There's just so many things mm-hmm. that like that one of it's usually one of the parents is distracted or both of them mm-hmm. or they're both doting over the kid and now the table has now watching this whole thing of like do you want a snack do you want are you okay do you want your ipad do you want oh some gosh. milk you know which i'm a little bit like that but i understand points where it's like it's time to go yeah <laughs> like it's time it's, to leave yeah yeah and so i could see that kind of getting distracting and mm-hmm. taking away from the guest experience mm-hmm. because you're doting on your kid or your kid doesn't want to listen or they're having a tantrum mm-hmm. or whatever but it's you know, tantrums and stuff are part of being a kid. They just have big feelings, but the parents are usually the ones that have to pay for the distraction. Exactly. exactly. Now, mm-hmm. having said that too, a lot of our couples um, that we're helping, some of them are parents. And so they have like their own mm-hmm. little kids. And we did one wedding um, a few years ago where uh, the bride and the groom um, had a two-year-old and uh, they had, they didn't, he was the only one at the wedding. Uh, and mm-hmm. he was, they gave him like a little bag and he was all like, entertained for the the majority he actually did a really good job poor little guy he did yeah he did oh, a yeah. pretty good job poor little dude um but they actually had a grandparent he was actually at the yeah. grandparents table yeah. so even though mom and dad are um are there they had somebody mm-hmm. kind of taking care of him so that they weren't necessarily yeah. distracted from enjoying their overall evening but it just means that that person is now distracted because now they're taking care of a little person so yes. if you go that route, then, I mean, that's smart for you as the couple because then you can Mm -hmm. enjoy your reception, but assign somebody that is okay with it. Usually it's a grandparent because they're like, of course, I'll take care of my grandchild, like no big deal. But 
yeah. a lot of the feedback we get from our clients when they're booking us is like, I don't want my parents to, I don't want my mom to stress out. Or I don't want my, my dad mm-hmm. to be worried or lifting heavy lifting or anything like that. So depending on who you allocate for that person, know that now their evening is going to be split in half of being like, I'm enjoying having a glass of wine, but also taking care of the little dude sitting beside me. So, totally, right. Yes. So it's kind of, you're, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, totally. And the last one is kids usually go to sleep early. It's pretty rare to have a kid stay up past nine o'clock and that's when the dancing mm-hmm. and the partying happen. Yep. And sometimes you allow the free kind of time and bedtime to kind of go off the rails mm-hmm. because, you know, it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing mm-hmm. for them to win. It's whoever's getting married at the time. However, <laughs> I experienced this up in Salmon Arm where I let my kid run like crazy till 11 o'clock at night. Just he was with his cousins and his aunts and uncles and he was just having a ball and there was a train outside every 10 minutes just oh my gosh but you forget that all that stimulation Mm. it comes at a price (laughs) of a meltdown (laughs) yeah and it's not the kids fault it's just when they get overstimulated how do you explain to them that there's this really fun party going on and then now it's time for quiet time uh no i can hear the music i I know what's happening but i'm crying because i'm tired but i'm crying because i want to play and it's not really fair to the kid to accept or to ask them of that, yeah, right? Absolutely. And you got and ultimately you have to know your kid. You mm-hmm. have to know are they good pushing through that meltdown? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna snap at, you know, nine o'clock? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna just fall asleep on my lap and be okay with the music? You don't know. It's really your own kid. You yeah. just don't really know. Of course, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I've we've done many weddings where kids are there, and I remember one instance where it was later on in the evening and they were doing this big, huge dance song thing and I went over to um to visit one of the kids because she was in her mom's arms and she was silently crying because she was so (laughs) so so past her bedtime that she was like I don't even know what year it is right now I am too little for this and she I was like I cannot believe she's still awake and she's like I've tried to put her down like four times and she just won't go to sleep whereas Mm -hmm. the other little kids that were there one of them was ripping around on the dance floor like Michael Jackson (laughs) being like hey hey hey." and his brother was KO'd on two chairs his parents had pushed a bunch of chairs together and he was passed out cold and he had blankets on him and everything I was like okay well well, there you go. So yeah, like kids, kids need sleep. And that's partly why sometimes if you're really, really adamant about having kids at your, your, on your day, then maybe you need to consider your timing. And you already sort of talked about this a little bit earlier, but making Mm -hmm. sure that maybe you need to time your ceremony so that the kids can have a nap first or have a nap after. And then maybe, you know, and then know that they're going to parent, you're going to lose like 15 people during the dancing because they all have to go home because they got to put their kid to bed because maybe they're in a really strict, um, like bedtime, bedtime. because if they don't get their 52 hours of sleep, the kid's a little <laughs> asshole and no one wants to hang out with them. I feel like we're talking about you. <laughs> I'm just saying I need at least eight hours. <laughs> no, I know. I need, I need my eight. I can go without food. It's not very good. Yeah, for you. Oh, I, I don't yeah, encourage you to absolutely. do that. But I'm usually like, I just need my, I need a nap. Yes, I'm just, I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, why are you talking to yourself? I'm, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> oh, yes. man. Uh, yeah, so you just got to know your kid. But we always suggest that if you want your kid at the wedding, uh, you can certainly have them there for a portion mm-hmm. and maybe get someone to grab and pick them up. Yes. Um, you know, a grandparent, maybe a, a friend, a, a babysitter, another parent mm-hmm. that's maybe not at the wedding. Like, you come pick them up so, like, we can enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then, 
then the that's a good compromise, right? You got the dinner, you got to see some people hang out, and you're not really gonna freak out mm-hmm. for bedtime. Yes, totally. or or even yeah, I mean, or just being there for the ceremony. I mean, the ceremony is kind of an important thing to be part of, yeah. and then you can capture yes. no pun intended the family photos, and then someone yeah. can come and grab the kids. And we frequently have seen that happen with a lot of yeah. um, a lot Super of couples, normal. or like with with couples that are getting married that have their own kids. You're like, this, the kids are there for the ceremony, and I'm sending them off to hang out with the cousins for the reception because they won't give a shit. <laughs> They're <Yes>. five. <laughs> You're not hurting their feelings. They don't know the difference. <laughs> okay. So in summary, this is what we have for you. This is your takeaway. This is what we want you to consider. So the first one is we've already talked about it and we've highlighted it many times, but once you have decided to it, you have to commit to this decision. There's not, oh, my buddy from work wants to bring my the kid. No, we already talked about this because I'm not letting my friend from work bring her, mm-hmm. fr- her kid, mm-hmm. right? That's just how it goes. It ha- needs to be fair. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lay the hammer down. No. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number two, ensure your venue can accommodate children. If there's a room or safety issue space for them to have their really big feelings, because we know they're going to have them. Just make sure mm-hmm. that you're able to accommodate having kids in the space. Yes. Uh, Cecil Green is one I would never take Trent to because there is those massive stairs, cement stairs that go all the way down oh, to the yeah. base. And all he would want to do was go up and down mm-hmm. those death stairs mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. That's all I see. That is an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> beautiful venue. Beautiful venue. <laughs> but, beautiful venue. But some of them are just not kid friendly. Yes. I have seen a groomsman bite it there oh. on his face. <laughs> There could have been alcohol involved in that, but still, hundred percent grown adult. <laughs> yes, he also slid down the banister, so it was his own fault. Oh, but <laughs> yes, seriously, men. Oh my goodness, yeah. Um, another one is make sure your the parents that you are inviting along with their children know the expectation of what's happening at the wedding. So. Okay, you're allowed to bring your kid, but there is no babysitter. Oh, you can bring your kid. We're actually hiring Pacific Fairy Tales between seven and nine mm-hmm. to entertain them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but or say, you know, there is a water feature at this venue, so be damn sure to watch Even them. Around yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, for sure. You need to make that very clear, and that's not usually something you put on the invitation. It's a mm-hmm. conversation, mm-hmm. and exactly. having a wedding is beautiful and amazing and fun, but it, it is about uncomfortable conversations so that they're not passively aggressively said on the wedding oh, day no kidding yeah right or aggressively, or aggressively right awesome yeah and i mean the yeah. last one just make sure your family is on board with the decision with your with your overall decision so i mean if you um if your sister, for example, your brother, if they've got a newborn and you want it to be a kid-free party, then, you know, have that conversation with them and just let them know, you know, what's going on. And so whether that means that maybe so-and-so isn't able to join because they have a newborn, or maybe that means that they're the only ones that are allowed to be there. So please don't tell the friggin' village that you're bringing the baby. Although hopefully mm-hmm. people, when they're at the reception and they're like, oh, there's a baby here. I'm like, well, yes, of course. Hello. Don't be a douchebag. Like, yes, there's a child yes. here. They're a baby. Where are mm-hmm. they going to go? Um, yeah. but I feel like, uh, there's something I was actually going to talk about, um, and earlier, and it was about this, having this conversation with your friends and making sure that they have, they understand why you do, or you don't want to have kids because I read this article and they were talking about why some people are offended that their children are not invited. And it's because you are assuming that my children are, we're going to misbehave or they are, um, they're not old enough to understand or it's not appropriate for them, blah, blah, blah. And people were like, 
really upset about the fact that they weren't having their children invited. And at the end of the day, if you're concerned about your friend's reaction, maybe they're not a good friend, but maybe you need to have that conversation with them and explain to them. It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't, um, trust you or your parenting skills because that's a whole other conversation but maybe it's Mm -hmm. about the venue capacity or maybe it's about working on a tight budget and you can only have so many people or or maybe it is flat out like I cannot trust you to babysit your friggin' kid and I'm not hiring a babysitter because you cannot take care of your kid why am I on the hook for that sort of thing so it's all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff that I think I think having a conversation with your friends that have the children that you think might be an issue just talk to them Mm -hmm. just be like this is what's up this is my day Love me. Yeah. This is what's up. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the, you know, the flip side of it is that we always say it's not totally all your day mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Where it maybe your family is expecting children to yes. come. And maybe you and your your fiance have said 18 plus only. I want to party. I want to let my hair loose. I want to mm-hmm. have some fun. And then, you know, maybe grandma says, well, it's really important that you invite your uh, so-and-so and nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't want them there or mm-hmm. I barely know them. Or maybe uh, a situation like yours is a great one where a lot of your family lives in Ontario and maybe you wouldn't see them as much, but they certainly have to be invited to your wedding as a respectful family component to your your family because you right. were invited to all of their weddings, well, right? It's, and it's so, all or, it's all yeah. or nothing. Like you can't just invite the parents. So as we mm-hmm. were getting older, uh, we, you know, my parents were invited to some weddings and they're like, well, what about the girls? Oh, well, there's no girls allowed. Well, they're 17 and 18 years old. Like, what do you, what do you mean? There's no kids. Like, I don't understand. Like my mom just did mm-hmm. not get, why are my children not yeah. included to the wedding? Like there were a family. So that mm-hmm. is kind of what I was always used to. But as I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I also understand and I understand both sides to the coin. And so it's like, I'm not, you know, as we were getting older and we weren't getting invited to things, I was like, mom, I'm not insulted. It's okay. (laughs) Like I get it. It's fine. (laughs) You guys go have fun. It's the first time you can be without Shani and I, you guys can go out and have a rip roaring good time. (laughs) But she's like, but we're family though. I'm like, I get it. So yeah, it's, it's, again, it's a, it's a tricky conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a conversation that has to be had beforehand so mm-hmm. that you can say like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you go with a hard choice and say no kids, but your parents maybe want kids, it is a pretty big rip through the middle of a relationship and it will be held on to you for all the end of time. So yes. you want to not have those decisions, <laughs> no you know, pressure. maybe they don't get to choose you know, the, the menu for your buffet, but they certainly can have a say in some things. And this is one of those topics. It's tip. This is one of the big ones. So you need to really be mindful of Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you don't want passive aggressive conversations at, at uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, you know, come over for Thanksgiving. Well, are the children allowed? Well, of course, Thanksgiving. Well, they weren't allowed at your wedding. Do you really want that for your life? Thanks. Oh my God. I would kill myself and be like, you're not coming to Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter. If I'm going to have this conversation, every family friggin' holiday, you can get out of here. Like go. Exactly. But there, you can avoid it by just having this uncomfortable conversation that will lead to maybe not those weird, awkward Thanksgiving. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we hope y'all learned something. I knew this topic was pretty deep. And of course, we like to remind you, these are our opinions based on what we have seen in the past and our own personal preferences. I'm sure there is much more to this topic, but, oh, yeah. you know, this is how we felt about well, it. Well, it's kind of what, what we've, what obviously, yes, personal opinion, what we think, but it's also what we've seen as well. And we've seen some really great ways to have kids at weddings, and we've seen some not good mm-hmm. things at weddings with children. So again, yeah. if you have questions, reach out to your wedding planner, you know, they will probably be able to give you some, some really helpful feedback. 
Um, but yeah, I think this is, yeah, hopefully you, hopefully you learned something. And if you've learned, so. if you've learned ramble. I know, right? And if you've learned anything, leave your fucking kids at home and go out and have fun for one night. It's one night. It is four hours one of your night. life. Four hours of your life. I know they'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Okay, guys. Well, until next time, we'll have another episode for you. Maybe another unpopular opinion. I don't know. We like to choose it based on how we're feeling that day. <laughs> True story. Yes. Until next time, guys. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.